Hello, hey, it's me, Todd Johnson, from the podcast series Winning with Todd Johnson. And I am so godly excited that I have an awesome guest here with me today, Erica White. And so, as I always said from day one, the whole goal uh, would be able to share uh, pearls about winning and have people on this podcast series who are accustomed to winning. And I have someone here with me today who is accustomed to winning, and we're dealing with uh, the issue or the concept of passion. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to allow for her to introduce herself because she has so many credentials with her that I don't want to blunder that. So Erica, let the people know who you are today. Awesome. What's up? First of all, I always like to <laughs> keep it real up in here. Um, I'm excited that I'm winning. I did not know that. Thank you for that. I received that. I received that. I really do. Um, and I always share before I get started is that it was never about the success for me and anything I've done. It's all about the support that I received to be there. It's oh, man. when you strive for that. So for many of you who know me or don't, my name is Erica with a K. That's very important. I'm a 70s child, right? So, so the C to the K, right? Yep, yep, the, yep. The, the I became Y. That was as fancy as it got back in the 70s, right? We're no changing doubt. our spelling of the name. No so doubt. it's Erica White. Um, and if you're looking for me on Instagram, it's Fit Zone by Erica. But you got to remember the K. Todd. That's right. I remember that, that. I remember it. I remember <laughs> it. Trust me. You me. No, so um, a lot of what I've, 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 in my professional life, I am a president or the president, let me say not uh, the, the president, <laughs> that means right. the um, president of the Communication Workers of America, Local 4319. And I proudly represent the workers and, and fight for their rights on the job, which is safety, their working conditions and their hours. And those include um, the people that will register your kids for college and keep the grounds up. Those people that take care of you from the beginning to the end at the university, from both um, custodial building services to clerical at the University of Toledo. Proud to represent. Wow. Um, AT&T, the people that kept, and remember during COVID, these were essential workers that had to show up every day. So when your broadband had to be put in, AT&T, those workers that come out and come into your home, are those workers I represent. Um, the library, people that check out your books, the people at the front that are shelving. Wow. Those are people, I re- and I'm so proud to represent them. And also Avaya, Johnson Control, and Allen County Child Support and um, Children's Services. So, <laughs> You see what I mean? That's why I wanted to have you introduce <laughs> yourself. But as you listeners, as you hear her talk, we initially started, started off with about serving other people. And this leads over to passion because there are four things we talk about when we talk about what it means to win. The first is serving others, right? Amen. And the second is passion. And the third, which we're going to get to you eventually is compassion and then the will to win. But everything that she just spoke about embodies just that. And this is why she has been so successful and so lovable. I mean, quite frankly, you you like see that. her and you cannot <laughs> help but to like her, right? That's what it's all about. So, Erica, when we talk about the attribute of passion, define what passion uh, is for you. Okay. And and to add on to what you said, uh, brother, is that when I said what I do professionally is how we got here to what I do for my passion, <laughs> yes. uh, what I do, um, and that's um, health and wellness, fitness, and how that's evolved. But when we think of passion... Normally, I, I just want to start with where most of your listeners are. We think of something that's more, um, I would say, an experience, a sexual sure. desire. Sure. So when we hear passion, we're like, oh, this is hard drive. I, I know what passion is. you know. But we want people to take that energy sure. and put it into knowing that it's a powerful or compelling emotion or feeling. Okay, And, and, and 
like love or hate. Okay, well, we want to focus on the love side of that, right? And it really pushes us forward in doing something great. So when we talk about passion, we want to think it sparks, right? Here we go. Sparkly. I would say mine is fireworks, but for y'all, <laughs> y'all's might be sparks. But mine, mine is definitely fireworks. Um, it is developing a relationship with your passion, which is you, okay? And it's also a fuels motivation. So it should do those three things. It, when you talk about passion, that's what it is. So it is that intense energy. It is, and, and it's not just a sexual desire right. or just love. It's something within you that, that that's where that all comes from, passion. Ah, so those of you who have listened for, for quite some time now, oh, we've only been on air, oh, not quite some time for what? But three, four months now. That's I'm talking about been up forever. But she's just, in a nutshell, she's just talking about what we've been talking about along. You know, I'm in sales, uh, more particularly pharmaceutical sales, and you cannot have uh, a level of success if you don't embrace this attribute called passion. Because what happens is uh, you get worn down, tired out, and there's mm-hmm. going to be opposite. There's going to be opposition. Haters. She said haters. <laughs> haters. Haters. They, don't let them be your motivators. You can't. Uh, you got to keep that love. That's man. why we said that love. Erica, they come out of the woodwork, though. They do. And how this all adds up, because if you truly want to win, these are things you're going to have yeah. to be able to, number one, expect they're going to come. And number two, don't take it personal. But then three, overcome them, right? So I'm going to ask you this question. How have... Can you ever think of one incident? You wore so many roles, so many hats, where <laughs> right. you knew for a fact it was your passion that allowed for you, Erica, to overcome that obstacle. That that would be me being overweight. That two hundred sixty-five pounds I was when I had my daughter. I lost. I got down to the. I lost the twenty-five that you were just supposed to gain, and I was still two forty. Okay, okay, okay. So I was a little fluffy, you know. <laughs> And, and learning, um, and that was something where it was very hard for me. And sure. I remember people coming up to me and saying, oh, you have a pretty face. And I was like, what about the, so we just oh, stop right there. Oh, they didn't say that. Oh, yes. They did, did it. People say things many times. And so that's why I was joking about haters. Sometimes people are saying things to you because they think it's going to motivate you. That's when we get back to passion. And that was not motivating. It actually hurts people's feelings. So we have to be very careful about what we just say to people because in weight gain or when we're talking about health and wellness, I don't know what medications you're on. Yeah. I don't know if you've had true. an injury. I don't know if there's something going on with you mentally, spiritually. So just to assume someone's physical attributes are an answer to how much they eat or don't work out, we have to change that if we really want to get into helping people. So for me, starting out and learning how to work out and being injured turned into what you were saying, into that passion where I decided that I wanted to change the with the atmosphere. I'll just say change the atmosphere of health and wellness okay. and it being something that it doesn't matter what your body looks like. It doesn't matter what how it can or cannot move. It can move and it can do things. So that just became for what I went through with being overweight to teaching other people. And it's just becoming to a passion that I believe in that everyone has Man. that in them. Everyone does. And we, we have to reach people where they are, not drag them where we are. If you want to help people, you don't bring them where you are. You get to where they are and you bring them along. Oh man. That is, that's how we do it. Powerful. I, I really believe that because when we talk about passions, passions are built. Okay. But okay. your interests are discovered, right? So mm. I had this passion. I was fat. I was fluffy, right? And so, and I have no, and I don't look at it as being negative. Oh, are you, are you pointing at over? No, I'm not pointing at Cut it out. No, wait a minute. No, wait. I'm joking. Uh, he didn't point at me. We were oh, making a joke. Oh, my goodness. He pointed at himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, I pointed at myself. 
But I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but sir, mine was for my health. Okay. I didn't want to be. Um, my doctor told me if I didn't lose weight, and I was in my late twenties then, about twenty eight, twenty nine, I would have type two diabetes, um, which is a preventable disease by the, before I was forty. And for most of us, um, we think of diabetes as being something normal, but it is a devastating disease what it does to the body. And so understanding that, and so that's how that passion. I've got to get this passion, but my interests were discovered from my passion. Ah, we talk about knowing what your why is. You discover what your why is. And so the passion automatically flooded, came in. So that's one of the reasons you're so successful in what you do. You said something a moment ago um, uh, about haters coming out of woodwork. And so as many people know, I'm in sales and mm -hmm. sales, the process of selling to and physicians. Yeah. And it, it, it be sometimes uh, filled with emotions and sometimes you... You, they want you, when I say they, meaning some employers or some of your colleagues want you to be like what we call the shark mentality. You smell blood, you're going for the kill. <laughs> That's probably a bad analogy, but we got you it. know, salespeople, it's almost sometimes like we have to bottle up our emotions because at the end of the day, no one really cares about how you feel. The goal, can you reach the objective? And so Amen. that's why internally, it's for me at least, you know, it's important for me to, to have my passion of wanting to win to serve other people be my why. I know when I get up out of my bed every single morning, there's a why for me, and that's making a difference for people that, for whatever reason, if, if I'm calling on a neurologist, say the patient has had a stroke, my medication helps with the stroke, my medication helps with the Parkinson's right. or whatever, I know that's my why. If I don't do it, who's going to do it? And so that's what propels my passion to make me want to be unstoppable can you i know right. you can relate to that well right? well and i'm going to ask you to think different about that brother i want to help you get to another level that's okay. not your why that's your spark ah uh, okay okay i that's can appreciate spark. that i can appreciate because that, that that spark is what is going to set you on fire that's what sets that passion on I fire I on fire you are on fire <laughs> but you could be hotter you could be hotter <laughs> with okay, the okay. a at the end not hotter but hotter um Really, and, and so when we start to think about once we know our why, that's good. But when we start to really bring that down, why people are missing that connection, let's find that spark. So spark. you found your spark, and that spark starts that fire. And when we start, you start developing that relationship, and that's how we get into what fuels your motivation. So let me describe it like this. What's your favorite ice cream? Got favorite ice cream? Oh, when Please I do say eat you it, do, or we oh, can't be friends. I do. So, so, so when I do, <laughs> it's that, man, it's that Ben and Jerry's, that cookie dough. Oh, you That's like that bougie thing. stuff. He well, like that. How is it bougie? No, no. no. I love on. Ben and Jerry's for, for not just their ice cream. I love it for their messaging. Because they teach. They, they love. They, they, they love, love people. Yeah. They love people. See? And I love that. So that's... Uh, and we got to get them to like sponsor this now, right? Because we gave them like props right here. But, <laughs> but okay, what flavor? Oh, the cookie dough. It's, cookie dough. Okay, you yeah. just say cookie, yeah, cookie dough. I know. I didn't yeah. write that down. Well, so life is good. That's not my favorite. That's why I don't remember. What was your favorite? My favorite is mint chocolate chip. You got to be kidding me. Ben and Jerry's? Yeah, mint chocolate chip is the bomb. I've never even had that before. You gotta try it. Don't yeah. don't take my passion. Don't take my spark. We're talking about your oh, spark. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> Try to take my spark. <laughs> Let's take a no. But no, I'm serious. And when you think about that, um, that's what I mean about that spark. So every time you have that ice cream or you get it, how do you feel when you're pulling out the food? Oh man, I feel like I can't eat this whole I can't eat this whole pint. It's not a good thing. So I'll eat half of it. Then sometimes I'll just go for the cookie dough without the chocolate chips. But I I used to years ago. Okay. Used to the whole thing, but I don't do that. But how did you feel? No matter what, if you eat the whole for thing, feel? What do you mean, tell how? me how you feel when you oh, when you're man, walking up there with your Kool Aid moment yeah, and you yes. walk doom doom doom. You walking up there, <laughs> hey hey hey. You open that door because we all. Hey, that's when, that's my inner fat girl. She's like, hey hey hey. I'm uh, like, we are here. All right. Um, 
everybody's makes different. Mine is Fat Albert, Fat Alberta. <laughs> um, she's still there. She's still there, and we love each other. But when you're there, how do you feel when you're about to eat that ice cream? What is that? What does it feel I, like? It was phenomenal. Right? You, I, yeah. That's the spark. That's ah. how your passion feels. It's that spark. And I try to give a lot of analogies and parallelism. Which are good. I love them. So people get that. You know how you feel. And when we're talking with people, we give them all these points. This is, you need these points. You need to do this to be successful. We want to start to express how it should make you feel. Just what you talked about. Your favorite ice cream, your favorite coffee, whatever you like. That is what passion is like. That's what that spark is like. You're excited about it every time you get up in the morning. You said that. Yeah. I get up in the morning. That's that spark. So, which leads me to the third question then. How, and you just described, the third question would have been, or it is, how do you develop more passion? If you're lacking passion, how do you develop more passion? And you're saying here again, it's like, no, get that's some Ben and Jerry's. That's oh. it, <laughs> now, I, I know as a health and wellness expert, that's more I'd rather you get some bananas, <laughs> some cucumbers. <laughs> But I want you, I'm going to break this down. Um, so your greatest passion is within you, no matter what. So we have to think of passion as like developing a relationship. Okay. And I think for any of us, we've all been in relationships, whether we're still in them or we've sure. fallen out. Most people aren't naive enough to believe that they're going to, you're going to be initially in love with the person you meet. Now, you might have some lustful feelings or... Oh, wait a minute. I've loved, when I saw my wife, I was love at first sight. But you had to fall in love, didn't you? Oh, fall, fall in love. You fall in love. Those steps. Yeah, okay, steps. Okay, I I can appreciate that. From the first minute we meet someone, it's attraction, right? We have that attraction and the possible potential that she was going to be your wife. Your queen. I told her. I told (laughs) her. That's right. I love that. But but you knew that she had the potential. It's the same thing with your passion. You have to think about this is a relationship between you and yourself. Because your greatest passion is within you. So it, there's going to be um, a chance that it's not singular. There could be passion or passions. And also, um, it should scare you. And it should scare not only you, but you should be excited about when you get out of bed and more like sit and be excited. Yeah. It should scare people around you. That's what I said. So you're scared of you. Scare other people too. Be like, I love I'm it. so excited. You know? <laughs> and, I love it. And, and I'm serious. It should scare those around you because that helps other people to find their spark. They want to know what you're excited about. Let me let me tell you why, Todd. Um, that when you only have passion for your craft, so whatever it is you love mm-hmm. to do, like with mine, I said, working with people, social justice, and sure. also health and wellness, but you have to have that sincere desire to help others. And let me tell you, if you can't get as thrilled about helping others with your gifts as you get about the gift itself, your passion, it's unlikely that you're going to attract other people to what your message is and what you want to do. So when you talk, remember I talked about I never look to be successful. Sure. I look for support because the support will build success because no one is going to be attracted to what you're selling, what you're doing, anything, if you don't have a sincere desire to help others. That's what attracts people to what you're doing. She's talking about passion, which is awesome, but she's also interweaving into that serving other people. I, I love to read. Uh, Miles Monroe talks about when you... Um, want to make a difference, solve a problem, making a difference for other people, that compels you to become more successful. So you really don't win, in my mind, at least you're serving other people. Amen. Which leads me to believe mm-hmm. this, that if you want sustainable wins, that you have to serve and you have to... Now, here's a question for you. Can you be successful without passion? That's a curveball. I'm throwing it to you. I don't think Hit so. Hit it. Right, no, there we I, go. And, and I don't think so. And and again, we talked about it fuels motivation. Okay, 
Every day I get up out the bed, I'm not excited. No, what? <laughs> but, but You're when, always on fire. You're always <laughs> burning. Come on that's now. That's when my ADHD kicks in. I'm like, oh, well, we're back. But it, it, when we're talking about it fuels that motivation. And if you don't have something, if you don't have to have and develop that relationship with what your passion is, what is going to keep you going beyond that? There's... And it's it's a belief system. It's something that you have to believe sure. in. And let me, I'm going to add this, and this is why. So when we talk about that, you have to realize that your, um, remember I said the interest needs to happen before you can be passionate. Sure. So you're going to have yep, your yep. interest, okay? okay. I, it is the one thing that will get you motivated, again, to get out the bed in the morning. And, and we talked about scaring, but we, we've got to go back to mastering your passion. Mm-hmm. If you're passionate about something, you're going to get the skill. And this is not always formal education, right? You're going to have to not. build that passion. The mastery can take place. Wherever. So let me give you, let me tell you, explain what I mean by that. When I first started in, in health and wellness or fitness, which most people call it, I remember that I, 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 two people that I purposely went to their classes all the time. Richard Simmons was one? Richard, I, you know what? Oh my God. I, I heart Richard Simmons. I'm serious. I thought I was going to marry him as a what? kid. I Cut love Richard. Yes, Cut I love it out. I, okay. No stuff. I love okay. Richard. Don't okay. nobody better say nothing bad about Richard Simmons. I will cut you twice. <laughs> And come back around the other side to get you again. But I love, I really love Richard Simmons because do you remember sweating to the oldies? I'm, I'm going yeah. back to Yes, of course I do. Remember all the people in there? Did you ever see anyone that was just one shape or one size they or one race? Yeah. He had multi, it was multiple. That's why yeah. I love Richard Simmons. He was a, he, and his shorts were a little questionable, but yeah, you know, they other were. Cut it out. <laughs> a lot of questions. Not a little, but a lot of, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, right? Right. But, okay. but that's what I loved about him. But. When we talk about, so two people, Angela Stewart, who was one of the first African-American women here in, um, that I remember in the city of Toledo that started off really hitting it hard sure. as an instructor. And Janelle Summers, whose sister is Shalene Johnson, who turbo kick off, you know, oh, beach body. So they're both, I'm like, they're both here in Toledo. And um, I started taking their classes. And this is what I talk about, that not formal ed- education that's sure. going to keep to feel your passion. I knew I needed to be there. So I bought memberships. I went to their classes. They never knew that they were my mentors. So you don't have to naturally, people are like, oh, find somebody to mentor you. No, find someone that can mentor you doesn't mean that I have, they have to grab your hand. You need to be where they are and find what they're doing. What was that connection? How did Angela move people? How did Janelle get people to do that on a, you know, we had someone doing it here on a local scale and they had Janelle sure. doing it on a national scale. And that's what I learned from. And the reason why I'm sharing that is that just don't tell that person that you're, because you might be looked at not as a groupie, but kind of like a stalker. So never uh-huh. tell them that you're my mentor and they don't know it. Just just stand in the back and just pay attention. I'll be like, I love you. Oh my. But see, <laughs> make people feel weird. No, it's not. I've been, men- you've been mentoring me for years. Who are you? From afar. From afar. <laughs> right? You've been from afar. But even finding that person watching what they do, paying attention, and not copying what they're doing. Because when we talk about your, your interests come for your passion, sure. that, people always say there's only there's not a lot of room at the top. You know why that is? Because so, you're trying to get to somebody else's top. What's your top? We all That may not be what God has for you. That may not be where your passion takes you. You cannot follow. So even though they were both my mentors, and I sure. still followed getting educated, so my degree from University of Wisconsin, getting certifications, but the big thing was, how did I want to do this thing? Sure. I wasn't there to do what they were doing. I was there to learn what they did so I could do my thing. And that's where we have to be okay with not copying someone, but developing our own passion, our interest, our path. And you can't do that unless you know what your passion is, because that's what keeps you motivated. That's what's going to keep you learning and growing. So people ask me, how long have you been doing this? Over a decade. 
How you been doing it for a decade? Because I never stop learning. I never stop finding mentors. I never think I know enough. I never think I can do enough. You keep it up. You do not stop. And if you don't have that, you're going to fall off. Wow. Succinctly, she just said everything that we've been saying on this podcast, winning with Todd Johnson. Um, you talked about not having, if you don't have the former education or uh, if you do have a former education, I step one or introduction to this podcast series, I talked about growing up in my father, um, he had two convenience stores. And I remember seeing all different types of people from millionaires to people who were uh, alcoholics to all different walks of life. And I learned from every single person flipping that over. I'm in professional sales for the past 22 years. And that's been the part, the bedrock of me being so successful, learning from people and watching people and, and, and embracing people and seeing how I could best serve people. And so I'm always asked, well, how did you do what you've done four times number one in the country, uh, one time top 5% in the country? That from you better brag, boy. No, did, no, 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 I mean that because Todd, you don't give yourself enough. So, credit. here's the deal here's someone else who's an awesome person. Well, cut it out. No, yes, it's, a, no it's not. It's that's this, my brother, but this, I love Speak you on that. your stuff. Well, speak God, on your well, stuff. I, mean, I, I am, but I'm just because you're mentoring someone. You got to realize this, brother. Somebody else is listening to you right now, and you are their mentor. You're their non formal education. So, you we need to speak on what we're doing. So, I love it. I so, am. So, so, but let me to the point of this is that none of that would have happened if I didn't meet people where they're at and learn from, you know, I learned from a guy who uh, back then he would come into the convenience store and get uh, alcohol. He would hang around getting more alcohol, but I would sit, I worked in the store. I would sit and listen to this man. This man wasn't always someone who drank. He, he was a conductor for the railroad. Things happened. Mm -hmm. He was older guy, retired, but just listening to how he felt people should treat one another. I took on some of that. And so my dad always taught me, you love people for where they're at, man. I mean, you don't think they need to be where you're at. You love, Christ has called us to love them where they're at. And so yes. that parlayed over years and years and years. And, and that's, I wouldn't know how to do sales any other way than I've done it. And that's being sincere and, and, and making, trying to make a difference. So I set off to say that it's important we love on people. You know, to serve people and having that passion. That's part of my oh, spark, right? That's your spark. Yeah, that's my that's okay. right. That's my spark. And that spark has led into passion for me to be able to have sustainable wins. So what's your thought on that? I, I totally agree with that. And and going back to we never know what someone's going through. And so to throw someone away and assume that they don't have knowledge because they are, you know, like you said, he started one place in life. You never know where you may end up. Yeah. So to throw someone away and not give everyone their love or their place upon where they are because you don't dress this way or you have, you know, you drink. The way we pull people out of that and make them stronger is we listen to them. Man. We don't listen. And we have to get, we have to do that. And that is a part where we talk about serving people. People only think serving people is giving money. It's also giving your time because that's something you can never get back. And I always yeah. remind people that it also is listening to people, doing those little things, saying thank you. I appreciate you. I value. But that is it for me, um, the same thing. The people that helped me the most to be here to, to be here with you today and tell my story sure. were people that did not have formal education. Man, the, Most of them did not. And those that did, they were the same ones that taught me how to do certain things, like go here and sure. do this and plug you in. You have, and I, when I say plug in, we have to also then we get we always want to reach up. 
like in, I want to I want to reach Oprah. Oprah ain't reaching back to you. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to burst anybody, but I do want you to be. But seriously, she doesn't know who you are. Oprah am I right? Reaches, no, what? No, no nothing I'm, about you. <laughs> right. Yeah. But the thing is that we never reach across. We sure. need to reach across more to people that are sitting right next to us so we can get up there. You know, Man, I love this. This is good stuff. All the time. How many times people are just like, well, I want to be like that person. I want to be... What, who's sitting next to me? Todd Johnson's sitting next to me. Oh, cut it out. So, Eric you know, White is sitting next to me. <laughs> and, I, and I mean that. So we, we have so much power between us, but people look at only moving up. And then going back to that, there are people around you that have great knowledge. Sure. And they can share that just because they do not have a degree or do have a degree doesn't mean that they're not both people that have equal, I would say, influence over where you're headed. Right. And you're going to need that with that passion. Like I said, pass, you have to master your passion. So, And it's not going to just fall in your lap. That's, that's the big thing okay. I want people to know. Um, life, life is not going to come to you and say, hey, that's what we're delivering today. We got your passion. <laughs> Amazon's here. Amazon, they're not going to send you a message. And there's no, nobody's going to fly in. You have to find it. And you, you're going to have to fall in love with it. It's not going to always be, for me, I wanted to be a journalist. I never wanted to be health and wellness. So finding your passion. An anchor? TV anchor? <laughs> like journalist? Well, I wanted to be a writer. So oh, I wanted to write okay. like for the New York Times or something like that. Something much bigger. <laughs> but, well, but what I'm saying is that your passion may not be what you originally, what you thought you sure. wanted to do. Okay. And but what you have to do, you have to master it, and you have to fall in love with it. There's a relationship, right? You have to nurture it, you have to take care of it, and you have like a little bit. I'm learning to fall in love with this and find out what it is. And along the line, you have to realize that again, going back to to have people fa- believe in what you're doing, you have to serve them, and some of that serving is listening to others. Because when you listen to the gentleman you were talking about, sure. Oh, you met. You said to him just by listening, "You matter. Your voice matters. What you says has value," and that meant something to him. So if you went right there and opened the store, he'd be at your store sitting there drinking too. <laughs> oh my! So those were back. Those were the good old days. So right. as we prepare to wrap, prepare to wrap up, um, I would even say you have to develop a sense. And this is not. Don't take this in a bad uh, way, but you. I'm at least obsessed with being successful mm-hmm. in my area. My I have. I want to be the best in the world, so I put the time in to be the best. I want to be able to serve people on a different level, so I put the time in to be the best. And that's, I think, what's allowed for me to be able to have repeat success over and over again. So are there any other pearls of wisdom you'd like to share as we prepare to, to, to wrap up? So I'm, I'm going to just end with this, that mastering the mastering side is if it sparks you, there it is. That's, that's, all, it, that's your primary focus. The feelings will come in time. With each little compliment, you're going to get some ice cream, right? Whatever that ice cream Bigger is. Bigger Jerry's preferably. I'm just saying cookie dough. I'm just saying. That's just me. Yes. So find what your spark is. Whatever, And it may come to you just in the morning. Do it If it's gardening, if it's, it, and it could go into a whole part of, you know, building agriculture for an urban area. Whatever it is, that spark is just the beginning. It develops a relationship with who you are. And remember, your greatest passion is within you, right? Yes, yes. And it's going to fuel motivation, which means that motivation is that mastery of whatever your passion is. And less, what I was sharing from mine was journalism. Sure. Now it's health and wellness. Nothing, they're not anything alike, but that's, I did not fall in love with it right away, but okay. it's those little steps. I just want to encourage everyone, look for the spark. Remember to develop the relationship with yourself and your passion, and it fuels motivation. And the passion comes from your interest. Ah, uh. 
listeners, I hope you picked that up because she put so much down. So I'm so grateful here again to have you on uh, the podcast series, Winning with Todd Johnson. You are winning, undoubtedly, unequivocally <laughs> a winner because amount, the amount of people you've served. And when I showed people and shared with people who would be on the actual show, they're like, oh, we love Erica. Even this I love y'all too. We love Thank Erica. You. I'm like, would you, okay, I know you love, what's your last name? Her last name is White. Okay, you do know her. So. <laughs> The good news is I appreciate is, uh, that. I'm humbled by that. Oh, man. I really am. You are. You're one of the best. So, hey, listen, listeners, you're able to listen to this podcast series, Winning with Todd Johnson, if you on iTunes, on Spotify, on Anchor, so many other platforms we are on. So, please do us a favor. If, in fact, and we know you love this section of the podcast, we're doing with passion, make comments, follow us, share some good insight, but more importantly, share this podcast series with other people. So, until next time, this is Todd Johnson along with my awesome guest, hey. Erica White. Scare to- other people with your passion. Don't forget to scare <laughs> yeah. people with your passion. Spark them, scare them. That's your motivation. Right. So we're so grateful uh, that you're taking the time to listen to us. And uh, until next time, uh, you're going to be back. I oh. promise you'll be back. I promise I will come back. I appreciate being here. Thank you, my brother. Thank awesome. You. My sister, Erica White. We're yeah. s- t- signing and tuning out. <laughs> She's fabby up on the back. <laughs> So we're signing off for right now, but until next time, bye for now. And thank you uh, for giving us your time. Bye for now.